Hi, this is Coach Gray of Carney Bulldogs. You're listening to 102.7 KPGZ, Carney's community radio station. He looks to throw, looking deep downfield. He's got a receiver open. It is complete. That is Stevens for a touchdown. The Bulldog Radio Network proudly presents the Coach Gray Show on 102.7 FM, Carney's hometown radio station. And now, here are the hosts of the show, Mike Davis, Jim Dickerson, and Coach Josh Gray. And welcome to the Coach Gray Show. Oh, nice timing there, Brian. We are on with you, 102.7 FM. You are listening to the Coach Gray Show. I'm your host, Mike Davis, along with my co-host, Jim Dickerson, and producer engineer, Brian Watts, who is punching buttons like in a wild frenzy, uh, which is pretty amazing to watch. And we also have... The ball coach in here with us. Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. Good to have you here. Uh, Jim, uh, I saw a game. You and I called a game with the Falcons and the Bulldogs last week. Ended up 52-19. to uh, Pretty clear to me, and we talked about it in our Liberty Hospital post-game show, the score does not at all indicate how well this team played. No. No, it doesn't. Um, you know, one of the things when we when we were first watching the game that we we talked about was uh, when we were in the first quarter, in the second quarter, and even well into the third quarter, how tight the game was and how well the the Bulldogs were playing. And then, um, you know, the fourth quarter kind of got away from us a little bit. But um, you know, it, w- when we were at the Jamboree a couple of weeks ago. Um, the the improvement, in my opinion, and we'll talk to the coach obviously about it because he's sitting right here. <laughs> but uh, the improvement between and the the timing and how everything's come together since the jamboree and now, which has only been like three weeks, has been phenomenal. I right. think no doubt about that. And so um, you know, of course, we came out of the game right out of the gate, and um, you know, uh, Stevens with that great touchdown run, and then he did it again which was even greater, mm-hmm. but uh, we saw a lot of good plays and we'll talk about them all. But yeah, that you see that score, not indicative in my opinion of how the Bulldogs played the entire night. Not at all. And coach Gray, we're going to let you talk here. Uh, I, I absolutely uh, saw a really smart football team on the part of the Carney Bulldogs. I saw a very competitive, very big, fast team. Uh, look, Staley Falcons are who they are and the good team, but, uh, Here's the thing I would like to know, uh, and, and, and we mentioned this. There were some things that I think the kids learned, that the Carney Bulldogs learned from this game. Talk to us how you take a, a loss like this and move forward with it constructively. You know, uh, you know, I, I felt kind of like you all. Mm-hmm. Um, we started pretty well, and we knew, you know, going into the game, we talked to them about making sure that, you know, we knew it was going to be four quarters. We uh, fight through adversity. You know, kind of stay calm and cool through the whole game. If don't get too high with the highs or low with the lows, you know. And um, we knew it was going to be when you're playing a team like that that you're going to have to be dialed in. And um, you know, we did jump out to a to an early lead. He had had a great run by Jacob and 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 did some really nice things. I thought um, going into the the second half, you know, tied up. Right. Um, which you know we to be to be honest, we expected to be be up on them. Um, you know, our expectation and, and the players' thoughts and, and going through that was, you know, we're we're gonna win this ball game and, mm-hmm. and that's it, that's what we know. And right. um and I felt like we played that way uh, you know, towards the 
you know, end of the third and obviously into the fourth quarter where we had, uh, um, you know, we had some breakdowns and, 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 you know, we obviously, we didn't finish like we wanted to. Right. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot and that when we talked to him about on Monday to kind of answer your question was, you know, it's not about that game anymore. It's, you right. know, people are going to want, you know, how are you going to react to that loss? Yeah. How are you going to react? And, um, and how are you going to respond at practice on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and, and, you know, obviously today, how we, mm-hmm. how we practice today and then how we come out on Friday, how that's going to be and what that's going to look like and how are we going to respond to a loss like that, a, a hard physical game mm-hmm. um, and, and how we're going to be. So, um, you know, our, our thought of the week this week, um, our focus this week was um, making sure that, that we grow and, and growth was kind of that word that we, we targeted this week and, and, and talked about, um, all week and, you know, making sure that, you know, you're going to grow through adversity and through some, through a loss, right. you know, you hope you respond the right way. And as coaches, we watch the film. What did we do wrong? What do mm-hmm. we need to improve on? Um, and what were some of the mistakes that we made, but what were some of the highlights that we had and really focus on that piece as well as, you know, some of the things that we needed to work on and maybe didn't execute like we definitely wanted to. Um, so that was kind of this week's theme was, was growth and, and where are we going and how can we grow from, from game one where we made mistakes, clean those up. Now right. we grow from game two, um, going, going forward into, into this upcoming week against Platte County. And it's kind of funny. I think, uh, mis- you talk about mistakes, mistakes can be, um, just basic, like I didn't run the right route or I yeah. didn't listen or whatever. But you also have mental mistakes, and we talked about a little bit before we got started. One of the mental mistakes, you know, um, the interception at the what was it, the five yard line yep. or something like that. That's a you know, you're pumped up, you have a chance for an interception. Absolutely, you, you lay at home and dream about this moment. But there's times where right. you don't want to do it, and that was one of them. Yeah, and you know, with 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 that, you know. That's awesome. I mean, you, you, those are things. Those are things that you want. Right. Right. You want guys after the ball and you going, finding, stripping it, and you know, going up and making an interception and creating a turnover. And that was awesome. Um, taking nothing away from that because he did an amazing job. That was awesome. Um, and bet. a great confidence builder for him. And, yes. Uh, you know, and he, and Dawson's done a great job. And you know, so it's us as coaches making sure you know with 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 young individuals, young players that that those those things get get polished up a little bit and making sure that we know right. situations. And that's, you know, so those are things that we got to continue to learn from and learn on and, um, and make sure those situations are kind of, kind of dialed in, if you will. And, and, and that we know, and know again, what to do in that next scenario. Don't take away from being that, right, that right, physicality right, right. and, and, you know, that ball hawk type of mentality and making sure we're back there uh, doing what we need to do. Um, but just knowing a little bit more about, you know, down distance, different things like that. So, um, you know, those are things that are easy. I mean, that, hopefully that doesn't take away from the way he plays. No, you know? not at all. But I think that's one of those things they talk about it. Actually, I think more in baseball than you do in football, but it's, it's key. So like in baseball, what, you know, if the ball comes to me, where am I going? Cause you can't think about it. You can't wait till the ball gets there and go, okay, let's see. There's a guy over there. Yeah. And football is the same way though. You've got to know, okay, if I'm here and I have the chance to intercept it, do I really want to do it? But then that also changes too. You can't just say, well, if I'm at the five yard line, I'm going to knock it down. Cause if I'm standing there all by myself, then he's, that, he's thinking I'm going to take this ball. Right. Field. Right. Right. Yeah. But right. In, in that play, he was actually, if I recall, he was going down when he made the interception. So clearly he's not going to return it. Right. But, uh, 
Yeah, just I, a mental thing. But it, I, it, I, I can't blame the guy at all if because it, I'd have done the same yeah, thing. Exactly. I'd have jumped up. I, I intercepted it. I think any one of us in the same situation would have likely done. Well, he would. The coach would, <laughs> except know. for the coach. I think any one of us, though, uh, sees the you know the good. Yeah. In in an interception. Yeah. And look, we're talking about possession here. Uh, down a distance, yes, important. Possession, more important. Right. And yes. he's a, yes. you know, it does a great job right. for us and, and is a, you know, heck of a ball player. So, right. um, you know, it, it, that'll be one, obviously, that, that we'll definitely get over. And, oh, and, gosh, and, yes. And certainly, uh, yeah, we we love uh, seeing what uh, Dawson Minor has been doing over yep. the past, you know, what, three games yeah. now, or I guess yeah. we include Jamboree it. And yeah, and the Jamboree. Yeah. And uh, we see him out there, does a terrific job, a great job. Keep doing what you're doing, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give it up now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about your quarterback, Ian Acosta. Uh, six for 14 for 64 yards. Okay. But there was a throw that he made, a 34-yard touchdown to Stevens, uh, which was just a remarkable play. And I think we've got some sound on that one. Let's, let's play the sound on that, Brian, because I think it, if, you know, let's, it'll help set this thing up a little bit. And, so that uh, brings up about a second and eight. This time he had Acosta under center. He looks to pitch, but keeps the ball looking downfield. He's got an open receiver. Steven, touchdown! Oh, my goodness. Beautifully thrown ball. Stevens had at least a step and a half on the defender. And I mean, Ian Acosta just reared back with that ball and let it fly. And it was right on the money. Stevens caught it on stride in the end zone. Six points, Bulldogs. That is a 32-yard pass play. Acosta to Steven, and the Bulldogs take a 13 to nothing lead with 7:06 left to go in this first quarter. Yeah, and of course, uh, you like 13. What was it 13 to nothing? Wow. Uh, I mean, that was terrific. Uh, talk about that play, Coach. You know, another combination, another another strike, if you will. Right. You know. Uh, Jacob does a great job of of getting separation, setting up his routes, which is very key. Um, you know, it's not just going out there and running down the field or whatever you're doing. It's it's setting those up, and and he does a great job um, uh, running his routes. A great route runner, um, and and was able to, to to get himself in in position inside the safety there, and and Ian, you know. Delivered a strike to him. Oh, and, nailed it. Yeah. Well, you talked about timing last week, about how you know th- these guys right. are, are, are getting, and especially, you know, Jacob had another quarterback last year. Right. Uh, but the receivers, and, and I would imagine even the guys in the, in the backfield, are getting together with Ian uh, after practice. Yeah. You mentioned it. Yep. And they're working on what? Timing. It's key. Yeah. Time, I mean, those, you, you can't, you know, just expect somebody to come out there and, you know, dial up a knowing how fast they are, right? Um, you know, or and and what their mechanics are. I mean, there's fine fine tuning, if you will, uh, of of setting those plays up and and receiver quarterback play and and even the backfield with Laughlin. I mean, mm-hmm. just that the mesh point and the you know uh, the backfield action and all that. It it takes a lot of reps and a lot of time and that you know familiarity of how they step and you know all all those little things that they make it look easy and you know right. that, that takes a lot of time and that. You know, that, that's that's one thing that they do a good job of, of spending that extra time. Well, and it showed because uh, we, we saw improvement over the week before, no doubt about that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you think about think about standing in, in, in your backyard playing catch, uh, I mean, with a baseball or a football, pick anything, and it's a stationary target. 
And how many times do you miss that target when you're standing 20 feet away from each <laughs> well, other? Well, it depends on who it is because well, I can miss it a lot. Right? Same here. <laughs> but I think what you're talking about, uh, when, when your quarterback uh, lets loose with a ball like that and throws it 34, 32 yards, I think they ended up the stat sheet called it 34 uh, Jim called a 32. Good job, by the way, on your estimation, Jim. Well, you just, just guess. Oh, that's all. It's what I do. He glanced down. Right. Oh. But and I, then I have to do math, which exactly. really hurts, by the way. But when you see a, a, a pass that's thrown to a receiver like that one was, and he's got, as we say, a step, yeah. a step and a half or so, he, look, he had his defender beat, uh, uh, yeah. the, the receiver, Stevens. Yeah. That's not easy. That's a, that's a moving target. And when he doesn't have to even break stride. Uh, beautifully, beautifully done by Ian Acosta, and I, I just uh, hats off to him for showing a lot of poise the other night. Yeah, he's he's done, he's come a long way, and he every game I think even you know in the jamboree with with limited reps that, that he took, and when we were kind of uh, going through a couple quarterbacks and seeing how things were gonna gonna fit out, and you know he's really grown not only you know obviously with his ability, but his confidence level, um, his ability to 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 see the defense and and to you know, kind of, if you will, evaluate it um, right. and, and dissect it and, and the things that he does and, and has really come along for a sophomore, um, has definitely taken some great strides uh, in his maturity and in his, uh, you know, just awareness overall, I think has, has done a great job in, in the first two weeks anyhow. Yeah, I think you talked about uh, in the very beginning when you announced that uh, Ian Acosta was going to be your starting quarterback, that uh, he, he has a relationship, he has a rapport. Uh, with the guys in on, on the offense, and uh, that doesn't just happen by accident. That's uh, uh, well, it's leadership. Yeah, I, I, I mean, and and he's as an underclassman. I look, I think I, I'm going to compare him to somebody that <laughs> plays for the Chiefs for just a moment. Work with me here, people. Uh, you oh, see a young quarterback God. that comes into an organization, right. and he is. He's fresh. I mean, it's like, okay, we remember the guy from last year, and you've got a bunch of returning uh, seniors that are on the offensive line, and, and you know, they, they knew what their assignments were, and they, they listened to their quarterback. Now we got a new quarterback out there who has taken these guys uh, along with him. As they're all learning together, uh, there's, a, there's a synergy that happens. Uh, how, do, how do you see that develop when you're out there during practices? You know, I think they, they – let me rephrase that. <laughs> they, uh, you know, I think the one thing that, that they do a good job of in understanding, you know, and I'm going to take this back a minute right. to the summer. Yes. They've all been through it. You know, they've been yeah. through the, the hard practices, the hard camps, the, the hard workouts, and, and they've kind of have a like investment and that bond that you kind of build through that like investment through, you know, the, you know, uh, on purpose, adverse conditions right. sometimes. Um, through some of the workouts, they've kind of been there, gone through that together, and that kind of, you know, gels them together somewhat, you mm -hmm. know, and, and that goes for the whole team, if you will. Um, but, you know, Ian, they, they buy into Ian. Um, they like what he does. You know, he's a, he's a leader in there with them, um, but he doesn't try to be too, you know, overbearing, if you sure. will. I mean, there's got to be a, a, you know, kind of a mesh of, of everything, and he does a good right. job of finding that balance mm -hmm. of what, what he needs to do. Um, and when he talks and, and, and how he, you know, builds the team up, right. um, and, and they do a, they do a good job and he's got some great, great leaders around him with, you know, Jacob and yes. for him to learn from and, and a lot of the senior linemen and, and you got Lafa. I mean, you know, there's some guys around him that help develop him as well as a leader. 
Right. Um, and they, you know, they, they trust him and they buy into him and they, you know, that's important, I, I, um, especially I offensively. What you just said, uh, leadership is based on trust. Right. And, and so these people that are around him that, that buy in, uh, trust him to do the right thing. And I think, again, that's a thing that's earned. Uh, trust is earned. And uh, you, it's not you know, shouting and being the loudest guy in the locker room right. and that nonsense. Uh, so I think ex- you, you nailed it right there. And, and it's really great to see it. Uh, we're visiting with Coach Gray. We've got him in studio, and it's one of the most exciting days of my week. <laughs> so please stay with us. We're going to talk to him a little bit more about our Stables Player of the Week after we come back from break. Stay with us. We'll be right here. Come on back. Say thank you to these local underwriters who support KPGZ. The Kearney Chamber of Commerce wants to thank you for supporting our local businesses. Kearney's friendly and authentic small town atmosphere is created by our people and our distinctive shops, restaurants, and services. Local businesses contribute to our quality of life and to the character of Kearney. Shop local, eat local, enjoy local. It takes you to start the trend. Support the local businesses who support the area where you live, work, and play. This message sponsored by the Kearney Chamber of Commerce. Mail-in rebates are a pain. Fill out the paperwork, and hopefully you'll get your money in six weeks. Kent Porter here for Porter's Building Centers with a solution to mail-in rebates. Ace Rewards from Ace Hardware. When you become a member of Ace Rewards, you'll get all the rebates instantly at the register. Plus, you'll earn points with every purchase, good for even more money-saving coupons. If you sign up today, we'll give you 1,000 free points just for joining. One more way Porters and Ace save you money. Porters Building Centers in Kearney. Porters, we're here to help. Singleton & Son is a company that's ready to help you maintain and improve your residential or commercial property. We're family-owned and operated, which means we do all of our own work and we build our reputation with every job we do. Your satisfaction matters to us. Dirt and gravel, snow and ice, lawn care and landscaping. Singleton & Son is dedicated to providing Kearney and the surrounding area with quality services. For more information or an estimate, you can visit our website at singletonandson.com or call Jerry Singleton at 816-3 I'm Sean Barber, owner of Stables Local Kitchen and Patio in Kearney. Stables is a Kearney thing. We are all about our Kearney community. We love to be the place where people get together. Stables features a full menu with a scratch kitchen, offering lunch and dinner options, as well as a weekend breakfast starting at 8 a.m. on Saturday and Sundays. We are big believers in keeping it local. Stables has been a proud member of the Kearney community for almost 20 years, and we are very appreciative of the ongoing support from this wonderful community. You can check us out online at stables816.com, and Stables is part of the True 816 family. Eat, drink, local.
and welcome back to the Coach Gray Show. We were talking a little bit about the offense and uh, the the game against the Falcons last week, the Staley Falcons, and uh, their win fifty two to nineteen over the Carney Bulldogs. Uh, we have uh, we we did mention that uh, Jacob Stevens had the thirty uh, four yard touchdown uh, the throw from Ian Acosta, but Jacob Stevens was also our Stables Player of the Week with get this. 290 all-purpose yards. I mean, how many schools would love to have That's 200? Pretty good day. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. 290. And, and, and those came, two of those came from kickoff returns. Yeah. That uh, was pretty phenomenal. You know, and, and the thing with that is, uh, you know, Coach Daniels, our special forces coordinator, does a great job of, of dissecting and, and doing some things. We saw a few things that we kind of liked. Um, and, you know, Hats off to our guys that that set set that up for him, right? Um, doing their job of, of blocking, and making sure we're picking up their blocks, and and uh, obviously Jacob finding the hole and, and pulling away with his speed and right. his athleticism of of seeing things and and having great vision um, down the field of setting some things up for us. And you know when you can get one run back, that's that's a pretty special day. Yes. Uh, let alone two, two and one so, and a half. Yeah, I was, we yeah. were a little surprised. Right yeah. now, and and uh, and it sets a tempo. For the rest of the game, you know, we talked about this off oh. the air, and we, in fact, we talked about it during the game. Special teams matter. Yeah, oh, they, man. they really count. It's a momentum swing for yes. you. Uh, yes, it, you know, we talk about it all the time, bringing it to the sideline, and and that emotion that it gives, and that that spark, and gets that mojo kind of yeah. kind of rolling on your side. Now we saw the discipline of of your and the practice that that was paying out because we can see from our uh, point of vantage that there there is. A wall of blockers that was very clearly lined up and did a real nice job on that first return, and Jacob sprinted down the sideline for the you know for the touchdown. Now, but we also saw, and this was our uh, Chamber of Commerce play of the week as well. So Jacob really he doubled up on his yeah, this week. You know he gets but, two trucks this yeah, time, right? Exactly. <laughs> but the the second time, and I again we we saw this happen. The Staley Bulldogs expected Jacob to run down that sideline. Well, the wall of blockers was set up in such a manner that he said, now I'm going to take it down that seam. And he took it straight down the seam, and there was one guy left to catch him, and it was the kicker. And who knocked the kicker down? I mean, flattened this poor kid. (laughs) It was Garrett Laughlin. And I didn't realize it it happened so quickly. I asked him when I, at the end of the game that uh, Jacob said, no, that was, that was Laughlin. And he just, just knocked the guy down. He still has a little linebacker blood. Oh, (laughs) mercy. But, uh, Brian, do you, let's, let's go ahead and play that. Do we have the, uh, stable? Do you want to do the stables player that we know that actually we don't have sound on that one. We have sound for the play of the game. And that's our Carney chamber of commerce play of the game. Got that queued up. Awesome. Let's have a listen. 19 to 13, Staley Falcons over your Carney Bulldogs. 27 seconds left to go in this first half. Falcons getting ready to kick off. Jacob Stevens once again stands deep. He stands at the nine yard line. He's joined back there by Garrett Laughlin. Garrett Laughlin standing also at the nine, but on the near hash. Braden Walker with the kick. It's an end over end kick brought in by Stevens at about the nine yard line. He'll run up the far hash, finds an open save, and he's free. He is welcome to the 50. That's 40. It's a good race to the end zone. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Touchdown. Jacob Stevens 
on an 89-yard kickoff return. That is his second of the night. Jim, we talked about it before. I saw the wall of blockers lining up, but what I also saw was the Staley Falcons expecting him to cut up that seam along the sideline. He stayed inside uh, on the inside seam and took that ball straight up for the touchdown. No doubt about that. <laughs> full, full disclosure here. Do you, did you notice that I said he took the ball in at the nine and then said he had an 89-yard return? <laughs> so my math was just a little off Well, right out of the gate. Well, let me tell you, you do a terrific job. Jim. And I forget, and I think it, officially it was a 92. So is that you know, right? Pretty That's good right? guess when you're, you're seeing a play well, unfold that quickly and being able to talk about it in such a manner that folks who aren't seeing it can, can at least it. visualize. We yeah. need a better statistician, that guy. <laughs> well, that, again, I think, it just, you can't say enough about it. And I and that brought the score up to, you know, it was, it was 13 to 6 after that, right? And uh, Or was it, yeah, yeah, it was 13 to 6. And, uh, my goodness, right? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, that's when all of it, you know, it, it, it just, we were still thinking that, man, this is so exciting, we could hardly contain ourselves. Because we were thinking that momentum, momentum, yeah. momentum. And, and you know, I think we responded well with that one. You know, that, right. like we say all the time, it's, it, it, that momentum it brings, the special teams, whether it's whatever, whatever unit is out on the field, you know, it, it either is going to bring you up or bring you down. And, yeah. you know, I think, I think our guys do a pretty good job when it comes to, to special teams and, uh, and executing and, and then, you know, building off that momentum. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, and hats off to all those guys that are out there blocking and you, you know, sometimes you, you think the kickoff team is a thankless position. No, no, yeah. it's not at all. And you need every single one of those guys to do their job. If they don't do their job, the play doesn't work. And it's a play. Yep. It's a real football play. <laughs> Most important one. <laughs> I, I know, but, so <laughs> one of the, one of the questions I have, we had talked a little bit, Mike brought it up earlier uh, when he was talking about Acosta and last year he was watching and and he was talking about the Chiefs guy, um, what's his name? Quarterback, yeah, some guy. I forget yeah, what his, I can't name. Remember his anyway, name. Yeah. One of the things that that Chiefs guy talked about was his ability to stand back, and he watched, um, you know, last or year before last, he just watched and learned. He watched and learned, and uh, he talks about how important that was. Do you stress to your guys the same thing? And it's even more important to them because you know it's next man up and all that. Right. And it's a given. And I know at the younger age, it's easier to, you know, because I did it. I you do. know, you stand around and we used to, of course, we had real grass on the field at the time, <laughs> but we'd compare, you know, how it was mowed the time before. <laughs> and you lose focus because you're not paying attention. I'm not playing. I'm you're not, not going paying attention today. now. But. Yeah, I don't. That's very true. Um, but how hard is it to teach the guys next man up and you got to pay attention and learn from what they're doing and learn, you know, when they make a mistake, learn from it. When they do something good, learn from it and use it. That's, you know, that, that's a, that's a good point. Cause you know, we, we talk about next man up all the mm -hmm. time. Cause you never know, you never know when you're going to get caught. You never know when you may get, get put in the game. Um, so I think we do a good job of talking about the importance of, you know, our scout team guys. We talk about the importance of the value they have in the team. Um, whether, you know, as we kind of look at the offense practicing and the defense practicing at the same time, there's, you know, a scout team offense and a scout team defense. Well, you know, there's only so many plays that, you know, that, that are ran in the game of football when it comes down to it. Um, so they're getting reps of running plays, you know, offensively, um, still using their technique, still working to get better. They get noticed because we watch, 
you know, we, we watch every, I watch every offense, defense, special teams clip when we go through practice. So I notice the guys that are on scout team, who's in the, you know, how are they performing? Um, and we try to bring value to that so that they are, they're still getting work. They're still right. honing their skill. If it's a defensive guy, you know, as a linebacker, you're still getting your reads, you're still getting your fits. If you're D lineman, it's the same thing, you know, so we, we really kind of stress that, you know, you may not be practicing our stuff right now, but it translates over so well, you know, uh, to what we do, just the, just working your skills and working what it is that, that you're doing. So um, that you are ready and that you are getting prepared. So it's getting everybody involved in practice and not just standing off to the sideline, right. you know, counting the grass blades and, <laughs> and wondering, you know, what time is it and, and things like yeah. that, that they're involved in every aspect that we do, whether that's, you know, special team scout guys or whatever that piece is. So that is when it's their turn, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, maybe they are standing behind taking a, taking a break before they get back in and rotate. They're watching their position um, and seeing what it is that they do. So that in listening to the coaching that's, that's there, you know, that's kind of the expectation. Does that happen all the time? No. I mean, you know, they're 15, 16 year olds are, you are not going to all the time that be that glued in for, you know, for your practice, but um, you hope that they are, and you hope that they're continually learning regardless of who's getting coached up. Well, and that, I mean, in all fairness, that even happens in the NFL guys. Not right. That's when sure. you get these, there's 13 guys out on the field or, 11 oh, right. or 10 yep. or yep. they didn't right. transition. They weren't paying attention. They didn't know what was going on, and and that focus is is tough. So you know that um, even on a Friday night with with guys standing on the sideline, you want them glued in and dialed in and sure. cheering and and doing yeah. their part. If you're know? on the sideline, the only people who should not be paying attention to the game are probably the people in the concession stand because they That's can't right. see it. And even then, <laughs> we want to make sure they get our order. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, but even then, they need to know when halftime is because right. that's when the rush and, is coming. And you got to, you know, and and that's the thing I think with football is it sometimes gets lost, and it it's tough for some kids to to understand that piece that you know everybody is important. Everybody, you know, whether you think you are or not, everybody's important. Yes. And, and we we really try to stress that because. Um, without them, they've got to give a look, you know, whatever right. level they're at, they, everybody's mm-hmm. got to give a look. Yes. Um, and it could be a, a number one guy going ones on ones and they still got to give that look. And mm-hmm. without that, we're not getting prepared for what we need to do the next Friday, right. you know, and, and our, get that, get that quality look that we need to, to be able to execute what it is that we're wanting to do, um, for a player, whatever that may be. Right. Uh, I want to talk about defense because I, I saw a pretty darn good defense on the part of the Carney Bulldogs the other night. Uh, there were uh, just amazing. I have so many guys I want to mention, uh, and we don't always have time to mention every single one of them. And and there's a, there's one guy in particular, though, that uh, I want to just mention up front, and that's your senior uh, linebacker, Corbin Bevan, uh, who had uh, 10, 10 solo tackles and six assists for a total of 16 tackles the other night. Now, that's a guy who is playing the game. That's a guy who had his head in the game. And you talk about leadership. Uh, this is a young man who's showing how to play the game of football and got right in there. And I don't know how many times I saw number 33 back there just blowing stuff yeah, up. He, I mean blowing it up. He's a, he's a student of the game. He's, yes. a, he's one, of our, one of our captains, and he's returning Mike Linebacker for right, us. Right. Um, and, you know, he wants to learn more. He wants to, you know, he wants to film. He wants to watch. He wants to see, dissect. And uh, Coach Brinkley meets with those guys and does a lot of things with them, making sure, you know, teaching and learning and seeing things and going through stuff. And it's just, you know, Corbin is a is a is a student of the game, and mm-hmm. um, and and it shows. And he wants to do well, and he wants to learn. And um, he's a big physical rascal. I mean, he's flying around, and yeah. you know, and 
you know, that's, that's kind of a, that's, that's learned, but it's also kind of who he is, you know, that, <laughs> yeah. you, you kind of, you know, you be, already be careful are, what you say yeah, to him. <laughs> you know, he's, um, you know, he, he does a good job of, of understanding the position and, right. and is kind of the quarterback at, on the defense, on the defense sure. and, and getting checks and making sure everybody's lined up, you know, with that, with a, with our box, with our six, you know, with our, with our linebackers and linemen and, and is just uh, really excelled, you know, kind of what, you know, what you expect, what you expect out of him. And, right. and, you know, he, he has high expectations for himself and, um, and for the team and, and does a good job of, you know, leading that way. Yeah. I mean, you talk about a guy who is, is really making the calls on, on the, the quarterback calls, so to speak on defense. And also playing completely out of his mind on a night like uh, yeah. you know, playing against one of the better teams in the city. And, uh, and to end up with those kind of numbers at the end of the night and just uh, just a, a complete, he put on a clinic yeah. for, for, for a Mike linebacker. We were a lot more relaxed. I felt, you know, starting that game out and, and a lot of the jitters were, were kind of gone. And, yeah. You know, I think, you know, not to, to dwell on it and I could, you know, uh, pull a bill of check on you and just say we're on the Platte County. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks um, for not doing that. This this is far better radio. I answered the question. <laughs> We're on the Platte County. Yes. But uh with that being said, you know, uh it was like a it was like a, you know, nine round heavyweight fight and you know, we we just we came up a little short, I think, at, yeah. at the end. And um, you know, we uh you know, we like I said, we've we've learned from it. Um, you know, our Monday focus was we had a, a good week of practice. Um, and our guys are, are pretty dialed in and, and kind of got them jitters, jitters out. Yeah. And they've got nothing to be ashamed yeah. about. I don't think after that game, I mean, it, they, they played good. And if they did, they ought to watch the Pittsburgh new England game because <laughs> that went well. Yeah. Didn't. Yeah. Speaking of new England, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, the one thing that was, that was, I think one of the most impressive things and, and I don't know impressive, but the, one of the most, the things that, that was good to see was, you know, it was like, Oh, we lost. You know, it was Staley. There was no excuse. You know, there was zero excuse. You know, we should have beat them. It was, you know, we were we were there. We fought. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't. You know, man, we had we had our you know had our opportunities. We you know it, it wasn't like oh well, we it was you know they weren't up on that pedestal like well that was inevitable. No, that's not our mindset. That's not what what we preach. That's not what we're about. You right. know, every, you know, and and I think the guys definitely uh, understood that and and are are geared up and ready to go for this week. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of other guys. John Walters, I, he's a senior, right? Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking he was uh, still a junior. You hate seeing these yeah, guys go away. Come out. I know. <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be great? Don't tell yeah. his teachers yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. They might yeah. Make some things yeah. happen. Exactly. Yeah. Eight solo tackles and five assists, and uh, another guy, Tucker Studi, who had uh, seven solo tackles and four assists. Uh, both of those guys. Uh, we see them flying around. In fact, right. you, you start to kind of see the same jersey numbers yeah. that are, you know, making things happen. Not to not to say that the whole team isn't just working their hinds off, hind right. ends off. But uh, that other guy was out there too. That Buster guy. Yes, yeah. and he is on. Uh, let's see, I had him somewhere else on this page. Maybe not. I was looking on on the. Uh, I don't know. I didn't have him on my on my list here. But yes, uh, Buster Breedlove, right? No, Buster, Buster Lawrence. Buster Lawrence. Buster Lawrence. Sorry. Yeah. Focus. Uh, and there he is. Yeah. Okay. I got his numbers right here and he was three solo and uh, one assist for uh, four total tackles. Yeah. And you and do a couple see... pass breakups, you know, as yes. Well, yeah. even yes, those guys in the secondary, I think our secondary is really starting to gel and, and with those safeties, you know, coming down and yes. and making tackles, which, you know, sometimes you don't want your safeties making a lot of tackles. Cause that means, you know, if they're into the secondary, that that, that's not that good. However, 
they come downhill uh, pretty good when they are identify and run and right. and are obviously not afraid to stick their nose in there and, and do it, you know, we're get where they need to be. Right. We're coming up on a break, but I did what what I notice uh, about your it's it's almost like you're you're you've got linebackers who are like linebacker safety hybrids. And I <laughs> right. keep seeing these guys, all the guys we just mentioned, you know, Buster Lawrence and John Walters, uh, let's see, number 27, Colby McBride. Yeah. I keep seeing these guys kind of, they don't all play at the same time. I see them coming in and out. So you, you can give, give these guys a little bit of a, of a break and then get them back in for, with fresh legs and, you know, and, and it's just something's going on back yeah. there. Don't, you don't have to go into any detail here, Coach. <laughs> but I see a really yeah. cool defense that's that's really, really quick. They're starting to establish themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, you know, kind of finding your identity is, is you know, you, you find out who you are and, and how you play. And, and again, yeah. same thing as offense. Defensively, you got to gel together. you got to right. know where guys are fitting, where, where, you know, how to play. And, you know, I, I think we've, we've definitely progressed through that uh, these first two games and, and kind of understand – who we are and, and setting that kind of hard hitting flying around mentality, the, the, you know, purple swarm that we, we talk about and, well, and like take pride in that. Yeah. 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 Well, let's come back. Uh, we want to finish up talking about the defense and then uh, let's talk about the, uh, the game tomorrow night. And uh, what is that game called again? Highway 92. The Highway 92. 92 showdown. showdown. I like that. Yeah. I it's like the showdown. that. Yep. We're listening. You're listening. We're talking. On the Coach Gray Show, we've got the ball coach in studio with us. Stay with us for these short messages. We'll be right back. Always remember to thank the underwriters for their support of KPGZ. Since opening our doors, TDR Auto Plaza has made major changes with a full-service department open to the public, and we have brought in more late-model and low-mileage trucks and cars for our customers. We know there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but we're your hometown dealership, and we're there for you when you need us most. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. TDR Auto Plaza, 801 North Country Avenue in Kearney. The phone number is 816-903-3300. TDR, your hometown dealer, changing the way used cars are sold. So we really want Porter's Corny Body Shop to be your true neighborhood body shop. Yeah, but most people have heard that before. What's different about Porter's? Your vehicle is a big investment. We know that. When something needs fixing, you want to know it's going to be done right and that you're getting the right deal too. So how do I know Porter's is more than just words? You'll get neighborhood service because we are your neighbors. Whatever the make or model, our job is to keep you on the road, not in the shop. Porter's Kearney Body Shop, 104 West Main Street in Kearney, 816-628-5621. Porter's, where customers have been driving away happy since 1982. State Farm, Kathy here. Hey, it's Mike. My team just pulled off the biggest upset ever. Nice, Mike. And some fans are getting crazy. They even flipped over a car. Whoa. Turns out it's my car, though. Oh. But I don't want to be upset right now. I want to know State Farm's going to take care of this, right? We got you covered, Mike. Yes! Woo! Go with the one that's here to help life go right. State Farm. Tracy Tucker, State Farm at 751 Watson Drive, Suite D in Kearney, Missouri. 816-903-5550. Football players know linemen are vital to the team. We know that, too. 
Platte Clay Electric Cooperative's mission is to empower communities and energize life with safe and reliable energy. And a vital part of our team working to make this happen includes our dedicated linemen. From building new lines and services to restoring your power, even in the worst storm conditions, our trained linemen are vital to the success of your cooperative. Platte Clay Electric Cooperative. For more information about our services, you can visit us online at www.pcec.coop. that music that sounds good it gets me all all excited we're all kind of <laughs> tapping our feet in gets here slapping our, our legs here that's kind of fun fun little sound gets right you all amped up. That's right. i know get you, amped up. you are listening to the coach gray show you're back with us here we got the coach right here in studio with us and we we're finishing up uh, talking about the defense the other night coach um one of the guys that we mentioned number uh, 27 colby mcbride again just continues to be uh all over the field yeah defensively talk about him he is yeah. uh he has done a tremendous job of, of another one. You know, they want to do so well. Yeah. You know, they get an opportunity and, you know, now is their time to shine as a senior and, and, and working hard in practice and, and going through what we kind of put them through during practice yeah. to make the game hopefully seem easy. Um, you know, and he's one that just, you know, he, he battles, he, he, he wants to learn, he wants to be good, just like they all do. Um, and Colby's come a long way. Colby is uh, you know, I think I mentioned, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks ago about him. He was a, a, a he played free safety, kind of right. felt like maybe that wasn't a good fit. Mm-hmm. Um, brought him down to that linebacker spot. He, he put some weight on, busted, busted his tail in the weight room and got stronger and, and, um, has done, done a nice job. And, you know, him and, um, Alex Evans, another one did the same thing. And those guys battle back and forth and, um, at that position. And, um, they both have done, you know, and it may not, you know, you don't always get the, you know, sometimes you don't always get the, it's not the the glory of it, but it, you know, I guess I want to give them a shout out because, right. you know, those are two kids that, that work hard and they, they, you know, they do what they, you know, it's kind of hard to put in words. They just, yes, they work, they, they, they try to do so well only for themselves, but for the team and they, they want to do what's best for the team and they buy into that. And, you know, that translates to those younger kids of, of, you know, what hard work does and pays off for you in the long run and it may not be immediate you know for a sophomore that's that's you know going through practice maybe as a scout team kid that's that's you know going as hard as he can and and getting better and you know you don't always get that acknowledgement you know as a as a younger kid yeah i think that's that's key so colby has done paid his i I say he's paid his time and dues because he's worked his his tail off and good for him um and and just like a lot of those kids that are that are at that point now as Mm -hmm. a as a as a starter, as a guy that's a contributor, that's on you know a first team uh, special teams unit, or or uh, you know a guy that's rotating, whatever that looks like, you know they've earned that. They've worked hard. They've they've gotten better, and you know we, we got to put the best product on the field, and right. um and they understand that, and you know that's a, a testament to these this group of guys um, that are playing that that that's teaching that to those to those younger kids, um and that's important, to, and and they buy into that and they understand that, and. Um, you know, it's hard at times, you know, to go through a practice and you're going against the number ones or the twos or whatever that looks like. And, right. 
I mean, that, that takes a toll and, and, but they, they do it because they love it and they, they, they want to do well and they want to do well as a program. They buy into the team, they buy into to what we're preaching and what we're about and, and, you know, ultimately growing great, great young men. And they can look back into their time right. on the football field and their practices and, and all the, the conditioning and the dovecot runs that we do and, and, and all those things and look back, man, that made me, a, you know, I learned more about that and how to be a man and going through adversity and, mm-hmm. and, and how to deal through some things that aren't very fun at times. And, right. um, and you're not just learning football and, you know, our, our kids just do a good job of buying into that and understand there's more to it than just the X's and O's and, and being out there on a Friday night and that what they do in practice helps us be successful. Right. And that's their piece of the puzzle. So, um, well, yeah, how, I didn't mean to go on around. Not at all. But, but, that, but what but, you said is but, so important but, but because, yeah, because it's uh, not always cake and ice cream right. and, and mm-hmm. you're not always the guy that's there, but you're, you're a part of it. You're just as important. Right. And, and it, it, it makes a huge difference that those guys understand. It. And it's not, it's not an easy task, especially for somebody, you know, well, everybody wants to be on their Friday right. night. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be playing on Monday night, oh, yeah. you know, all the time, if it's a JV game or a right. freshman game, mm-hmm. But you know? we we would love, and Mike and I talk this about this a lot. We would love to be able to call out every single number on the right. team yeah, because right. all the they plays, all deserve it. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Even though um, somebody may run for eighty yards or you know an interception or whatever, to set all that up took every player out there. Right. Yes. Everybody had to be doing their job. And the one thing I will say that your players do it every time. And if you didn't see it, you can watch it on our Facebook page. <laughs> Uh, when we interviewed Jacob Stevens at the end of the game Good the other example. night, Good example. he specifically said, and generally when we interview these guys after a game, every single one of them always gives credit to everybody else on the team. So it's not about I ran for 150 right. yards or yeah. whatever the case may be. That would be total yards, not in one play. Um, <laughs> but they're very good about um, giving credit to everybody on right. the team for everybody being out there. And I think that that is huge as it relates to realizing that Every single player has a job, yeah. and they've got to do it for the play to work. Well, it speaks to their character, which I think is uh, another thing that you're talking about how to how to be a man, how to grow up, and and do yep. and take take what you're learning here on the football field and carry it through life. And 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 we see this. We've seen it, I, I guess, since last year when we started doing the coaches' show, and we got you know a little closer to the players, and we we're able to interview them either after the game or we had them in here in the studio a couple of times, I think, or one or two right. of, one or two times, and. And uh, to be able to, you know, to, to talk to a player immediately after the game when they're still jacked up, you know, after, after doing, you know, something likely probably pretty good. And then to, to hear them say, yeah, well, I'm, you know, hats off to the, to the offense, hats off to the special teams blocking, hats off to everybody on, an, on that fake punt, which was just a little <laughs> heartbreaking on the hold. But, you know, everybody did what yeah. they were supposed to do. But for, you know what, every once in a while you get called for a holding penalty and it happens. But... Yeah. Um, what we hear and what we see is just the relationships that we were able to build with some of these players on a very limited basis that they absolutely, what you're saying is, and I think this is key, they buy in. Yep. That's, you know, they, they see the, they see that what, you know, hopefully they see what, what it's going to help them later on in life, right. you know, because ultimately um, a lot of them, you know, what is it? My, my son, my youngest son, Bo told me the other day, you know, he said he wanted to be, in the NFL. I said, that's great. Said, but only like 2% make the NFL. And I'm sure. like, yeah, but those 2%, you could be the 2%. Right. 
So, you, so the reason why I bring that piece up, yes. So let me. The reason why I bring that up is you never know what you're going to do, but a majority of the right. time they're not going to go on to play football. They're they're going to go on and be great at something else. But the things that I think that we feel is that you learn from football are going to be insurmountable later on in life that yep. you can reflect back upon something. You know, maybe it was a corny quote that I gave them on a on our practice schedule, or you know, something that they stuck with them that guides them hopefully as they go on and 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 our coaches do a good job of, yes. of promoting those no guys doubt about it that. these lessons translate That's right. and, and they absolutely do uh one more guy on defense and then we got to talk about the highway 92 showdown this friday at platte county but the one guy that we we mention him over and over because he's in all these plays number 27 uh sorry we just talked about him sorry colt post number 50 yeah. 57 and uh rock solid up the middle i mean disrupting plays making tackles, getting all, putting pressure on, on the quarterback and, and sucking up blockers. I mean, you, how many times we see him double teamed? He gets double teamed yes. every single yes. I mean, You better. If not, he's going to wreak more havoc. But uh, even when he's getting double teamed, does, right. a, does a great job. And he's right. got a motor on him. And um, he's just got a nose for the position of nose, if you will. Yes. <laughs> do you guys practice? I mean, do you practice that way knowing he's going to get double teamed? Do you double team him up in practice just so he gets yeah. used to it? Yep. I would oh, think yeah. so because those yeah. guys, those other guys, are watching film. I'm sure. Oh yeah, and Coach Humble does a good job with those with the D linemen and setting up, you know, drills and things like that. Right. Simulating game like experiences is, you know, ultimately when we try to set up our drills, everything we do is going to be something that you're going to see in the game or what's going to happen. So, um, yeah, he practices that all the time, just like all of our other linemen, and um, they, you know, it's it's. Well, if you're getting double teamed, that means somebody's free. Right. That's a compliment. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah. And sometimes he gets triple teamed. If they don't put anybody on you, you're probably ought to rethink your your (laughs) priorities. And and I would imagine that that gives those linebackers. (laughs) Kind of remap this out. And that's when you, you know, in fact, when you see, we talked about Corbin Bevan, you see him in the backfield. I have a pretty good idea why he's back there because he sees the open. That's right. He sees that seam and he's I'm in there. I'm in there. And Colt, and I don't remember his stats because I don't, you know, I, Really don't look at a whole lot of stats. On I know that you stuff. don't. You don't read the newspapers I, and all that. And uh, watch ESPN. I try to stay pretty clean, but um, you know, he had, he had him, eleven tackles. Yeah, coach. yeah, yeah. At, at the nose, eleven tackles at the nose position Total, yes. is it's unheard. Of. That's that's a pretty good yes, pretty good day. Yes. pretty good day. And um, you know, he he as far as our point totals, right. he, he had a great point total. Yeah, and graded out really well. And, right, you know. Yeah, those got, were combined, yeah, by the way. That yeah, was solo and right. seven solo tackles. Yeah. Even that's a great, right. great day at the office. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yep. So if if we can ask, because I know we had the uh, stables player of the week, but uh, who was your guys's off? Can we ask who was your offensive player and who was your defensive player of the week? Sure, you can ask. <laughs> so, oh, are you asking me hypothetically? Uh, uh, and well, I'm you actually you can go on our webpage. My wife runs webpage. It's all on our website, but so it's not like it's. You know, big secret. A big secret off that. Um, but our lineman was Cole Post. <laughs> our trench player was, was Cole go. Post, uh, Ian Acosta, and then Corbin Bevan. There you go. And we, Jacob we, Stevens. We talked about all of them. Our special teams player. Yeah. Yeah. See, yep. we're, so, we're only allowed to pick one. You're only allowed to pick one. <laughs> due to contractual <laughs> obligations. Well, uh, Brian has just indicated that we've just got a few minutes left. Uh, we want to talk about the Highway 92 showdown this Friday at Platte County. Uh, what does this rivalry mean to the kids? Well, anytime you're playing somebody in close proximity um, where you have, you know, uh, interactions with around the communities or out or wherever, you know, um, you know, it, it always means a lot, you know, I think. Um, and our guys, 
you know, it's it's always a big game. It's always mm-hmm. it's always uh, seems like a, a a close game, right? Um, you know, and and this is going to be be one that that you know for our kids is it always means a little extra, and it's conference game. It's you know, there's a lot lot on this game. I mm-hmm. you know, as far as as far as that goes, um, you know, and and we're on the road and. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, our guys are, are definitely looking forward to it to get back on the field and, and, and make sure that, you know, we're ready to roll. Right. Uh, let's see, Platte County's one and one. They had, uh, they came off a loss last week as well. And the Bulldogs are one and one. So, uh, it's, it's a con- as you say, it's conference. So this is good in a way right. that they're both one and one right. because they're always in it. Yeah. Uh, they're in the thick of it. And every they're, year. you know, they've, they've got, uh, they've got a good quarterback. They've got, you know, obviously good skill players around them and a good old, I mean, uh, it's a good football team um, that's always well coached and and always um, you know they, they stretch you vertically with the passing game and then all of a sudden you know they'll they'll, they'll run the run game and they've got uh, you know a, a great running back um, and you know they, they distribute the ball well um, on the perimeter as well with with a lot of the receivers so um, we're gonna have our hands full and you know but I, I think our guys uh, practiced well this week um, and you know, I, I know that that we've got a sense of urgency, which is always important about when you when it's game time and, and our practice today, um, you know, be a, a good sparkle practice for us to where you know we we touch on a few things and, and get them in and get them out. And you know, I, I think we uh, practiced well enough this week that you know I think on Monday we were ready to get back at it. Right. You know, and um, which was a good sign. Yes, a, a loss will often be a motivator, yep. and uh, that's exactly what you want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially on on a game like that, where and we've talked about it a lot of times, the score isn't indicative. There are just a few key things in that game the other night. You change that around, and the whole the outcome changes different. So we're on the Platte County. Get, I get it. <laughs> Bill, Bill Belichick. Just one more says, time. I had to, yeah, I'm not comparing myself by one lick, but. Well, he I, always cracks me up. Well, no, it's, <laughs> I would. It, it's hilarious, you know. And, and someday he's probably going to write a book, and it's going to be just you know everything yeah. that we hoped he had said yeah, up on the right. podium. Well, it, yeah. No, he's going to write a book. It's going to be like three pages. <laughs> you know, worry about oh, next man. week or whatever the case may be. I don't That's know, be maybe it. so. Uh, I, I'm telling you, Coach, uh, just a terrific job last week, uh, and we're going to be done with it. But uh, we saw a, a, a really well coached team on the part of the Carney Bulldogs. Uh, we mentioned a bunch of names. Uh, great job to all the kids. I wish we could name every single one of you here, but uh, uh, we wish you the best of luck on the Highway 92 showdown. I wanted to mention real quick, Brian, I have just a moment. Uh, the rivals on the field. I got this. I found this uh, online this morning when I was doing show prep, uh, but Platte County High School and Kearney High School are teaming up again on the Highway 92 showdown uh, tomorrow night, September 13th, to support a charitable cause. And uh, Basically, the, as I understand it, uh, the T-shirt sales for the Highway 92 showdown all go uh, to benefit uh, different um, uh, organizations who, who help the community. Where, uh, they said they'd be collecting uh, perishable and non-perishable uh, items for treasure chest and the Carney Food Pantry. And uh, all, there's donations at, at, for the treasure chest. And I think a number of other uh, beneficiaries to... Uh, Will will come out on, on top just from these, uh, these, yeah. these t-shirt sales, which is really, really a neat idea. It is. And then they do a good job of promoting that. And yeah. We have that on our Twitter account. I know um, I put that out there on, on how to order a shirt and, and do some of those things and, and to help kind of 
uh, promote that? Yeah, let me just just name them off real quick. It, it, they they want to partner with Hillcrest, Platte County, Treasure Chest, Kearney Enrichment Council, uh, the Kearney Food Pantry, and provide so, uh, support for both local communities uh, to assist uh, homelessness, food shortages, and uh, and general uh, resource assistance, which I just think is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Good luck, Coach. Thank uh, you much. I appreciate uh, you. We love having you in here, and thanks so much for for being with us today, folks. Uh, you have been listening to the Coach's Show, and uh, Brian looks like he's queued up to to play some music or something for the play the bumper music. <laughs> it gets me so excited. Yeah, there it is. That's what I like to hear. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll be back next Thursday at noon with Coach with Coach Gray on his namesake, the Coach Gray Show. <laughs> <laughs> Very appropriately named, and uh, stay with us uh, for some more news after this. We'll see you next week. <laughs>